We present a seaside saga of post-war peer perpetuation written by Harold Snowden and Michael Knowles, starring John LeMessurier as Arthur Wilson, Ian Lavender as Frank Pike, and Bill Pertwee as Mr. Hodges in... The time, 1948. The place, the pier, Frambourne on Sea, somewhere on the south coast. Roll up, roll up, it's the greatest show on earth. Roll up, roll up, roll up. Get your tickets for the pier here. Roll up, roll up. Put a sock in it, Pikey, old son. I'll never get this turnstile fixed. And that noise is going right through my ears. And you know I've got a perforated eardrum. Oh, I've been meaning to tell you. My mum's had hers done. Her what? Her ears. So she can wear earrings. <laughs> you don't wear any, do you? Mine are perforated, not pierced. <laughs> oh, same thing, isn't it? Oh, no. Who finished yet, Mr Guthrie? Ah, give me a chance. It's freezing out here. I've lost a feeling in my hands. It's all right for you, all nice and warm in a kiosk. I'm sorry. It's just I'm so excited at the thought of hundreds of people clicking through this turnstile onto the pier. Why you need a turnstile on a pier is still eat for rubbish beats me. Because the box office is the first thing people see. If we get it all cleaned up and painted, it gives a good impression. Here we are. I think that's done it. Here, shift over a bit. I'm coming into the warm. Nice and cosy in here, isn't it? <laughs> Morning, Pikey. Oh, there's Mr Helges. My day is now complete. Blimey, the pet of you look like Punch and Judy in there. If you think we're funny, you want to stand this side of the glass. Watch it, Guthrie. <laughs> hey, old Lumbert, don't go through the gates. Come through the turnstile. What? Come through the turnstile. We've just got it fixed. You can christen it. All right, then. Mr Guthrie, how do I work it? Well, you just press that pedal with your foot, yeah. and that releases the spring. I'll see it like this. That's it. Then you take your foot off the pedal, and it locks it again. Oh, I see. Right, Mr Hodges, in you come. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> That'll be fourpence, please, or I won't let you in. Oh, don't talk. Oh, all right, then. Here you are. Oh. Welcome to Frambourne Pier. Oh, come on, Pikey, let me in. Yeah, but I'm trying to. Well, stop mucking about, then, and open up. Uh, Mr Guthrie, pedal seems to have stuck. Yeah, well, let's have a look. Oh, yeah, so it has. Come on, I haven't got all day. Here, yeah, there's something wedged under the pedal. Well, shift it, then. Don't shout at me. It wasn't my stupid idea. I'm ever so sorry, Bert. I just had to force it. Right, Pike, old son. When I say push, you press the pedal. Right, Mr Guthrie. And Hodges, you push against the turnstile, OK? Uh, OK, just get on with it. Right, then. Push. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it's stuck halfway. He's got one leg each side. Oh! <laughs> You're all right, Bert? Of course I'm not all right, you hooligans. Oh! Right. Hang on, Bert. Look, we'll, we'll soon have you out. Keep pushing, Hodges. Oh! I can have a push like this. Oh! Right, here oh. goes. Oh! Oh! Oh, no. That's got it. Oh! Oh, that's better. There you are, you see. We got you out. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, no damage done. You speak for yourself. <laughs> I was talking about the turnstile, but if I were you, I shouldn't ride my bike for a couple of days. <laughs> very funny. What was wedging the pedal? Uh, just this old paper and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is interesting. All sorts of pamphlets and things. Hey, come in here and have a look at these, Bert. Well, shift over. Yeah, right. 
was this one then? Grand treasure hunt. Find the fabulous horse. <laughs> What's that then? You, you give it here. Ah, yeah, I remember this. The fabulous horse. It was hidden somewhere on the pier just before the war. No one ever found it. Well, it couldn't find a horse on here. Not that sort of horse. It was a seahorse. I expect it swam away. <laughs> wasn't real. It was supposed to be made of gold and studded with jewels. Oh. Yeah, you had to buy one of these booklets and try and follow the clues. But why a seahorse? Why not a dog or a cat? Or even a rabbit? Don't be daft. Who's ever heard of a jeweled rabbit? Ah, <laughs> a seahorse it was. And this local nutcase dreamed up the idea. Who was he? A bloke called Joshua Matepiece. He used to have a big house up on Brankston Cliffs. And no one ever found a horse? Nah. We had people swarming all over here at one time, and then war broke out, and we closed the pier. But didn't Joshua, as your father, come and get it? No, no, no. He was killed coming back from France. Dunkirk? No, his yacht capsized. Oh. <laughs> and uh, him being a bachelor, there was no one to claim it. So it could still be here. Oh, yeah. Just think a fortune in gold and jewels on my pier. That means it's my property now. And mine. This could be the answer to all our financial problems, Pikey. Yeah. There is one little snag, of course. What's that? You've got to find it first. <laughs> That's easy. Just follow the clues in this booklet. <laughs> yeah. We had some of the best brains in the country down here and they couldn't work it out. We'd have to get someone very clever to help us. Yeah, but who? Well, there's only one person clever enough to work out these clues. Uh, seven pounds past three is, uh, oh, Lord, um, take away two pounds ten shillings, and that leaves, uh, I was never very good at figures. Oh. <laughs> Leave that for a moment, Mr. Wilson, and have another bloater paste sandwich. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Miss Perkins, I couldn't, uh, I must say, it's awfully good of you to share your lunch with me. Oh, that's all right. I always make extra, just in case you feel like a bit. <laughs> well, it's very kind of you, but uh, you shouldn't, you know. Will you have a piece of Dundee cake? No, I won't, thanks. I had a few drinks up at the town hall, and I, I, I'm feeling a little bit lightheaded, as a matter of fact. So if I do say anything strange... You will forgive me, won't you? <laughs> it depends what it is. <laughs> I'm feeling better already. <laughs> what have I got on this afternoon? Well, there's several accounts to be looked at. Yeah. Then there's a couple of odd things from head office. Anyone I know? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind, never mind. Anything else? At five o'clock, you're meeting Mr Hodges and Mr Pike. Oh, yes. I, um... I hope you don't mind my saying this, Mr. Mm. Wilson, but they do seem to take up a lot of your time. Well, don't forget, Miss Perkins, the bank has advanced them a lot of money, and it's my job to safeguard the bank's interests. Yes, I know, but if I may make so bold, you do seem to be at their beck and call. Well, Frank's very young, and I, I, I like to keep an eye on him, you know. Anyway, they only want to talk to me about a horse. Oh, you're not gambling, are you? No. <laughs> so I'm going to see them about a seahorse. A seahorse? Yes. You see, they, they can't work the clues out. What clues? Well, the clues to tell them where the seahorse is. Oh. <laughs> they want someone with a clear, incisive mind to unravel the clues. Who are they getting? Me. <laughs> You'll be very good. But shouldn't you hurry? It might be dead by the time you get there. Well, it's not alive. Poor thing. It's died already, Oh, no, 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 no. It's a sort of a brooch thing made out of gold, started with diamonds and things. It was hidden on the pier before the war. Oh, and you're going to track it down? Yes, I am. You know, sometimes one craves a little excitement. Oh, I know what you mean, Mr Wilson. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Funny thing, you know, 
But after the war, I thought I'd be happy with the quiet life. But I found that, I don't know, I was missing something. Oh, yes. I shouldn't be talking to you like this, you know. Oh, please do. You see, in these last few weeks, I've discovered that there's more to life than accounts and overdrafts. Oh, you're so right, Mr. Wilson. I mean, a man needs something more. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Do you know, Miss Perkins, that... Yes, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. I think I will have that piece of Dundee cake after all. <laughs> right. I'll cut you a piece. You know, when Bert Hodges showed up after three years, I realised what it was I'd been missing. What? Well, it's awfully difficult to explain, really. It's rather like uh, having a wart on your finger. It's irritating while it's there, but when it's gone, you miss it. Are you saying Mr. Hodges is like a wart? Very amusing. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> then what are you saying, Mr. Wilson? Well, a lot of things I shouldn't, I expect. You've, uh, you've got to admire old Hodges, in a way. Why? I mean, who else can you think of would want to take on a derelict old peer? Nobody. And who else could... Uh... No, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Banks let them all that money. It's a bit worrying, really. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I think I'll have to put my feet up. Feeling rather drained. That's right, Mr. Wilson. You have a lie down ah, yes. on the couch. Yes, that's much better. And now do you know what I'd really like, Miss Perkins? No, Mr. Wilson. A cup of tea to go with the Dundee cake. Oh. <laughs> Well, quite frankly, I'm beginning to doubt if there ever was a golden seahorse. I think I'm inclined to agree with you, Arthur. He must be here somewhere. Now, look, Frank, we've been searching this pier for over a week now, and we're no closer. I think the whole thing was probably just a hoax. Perhaps we're not reading the clues properly. Well, uh, how else can you read them? Now, listen to this. Face the north and then turn back. You'll be on a different track. Mm. To the south, but not quite east, your eyes should light upon a feast. Well, we ended up outside the pier cafe. <laughs> Right in a way. Uh, then there was this one. Take 50 paces to the west, take 50 more, then have a rest. By the time you've reached your journey's end, here is something you'll need to spend. Yes, that was the roll of penny stall. <laughs> At least we were getting warmer. Well, here's another. When the moonlight strikes the water, you'll see things you didn't alter. And what did we see? Guthrie's daughter under the pier with young Fred Armitage. I didn't see that. No, no, well, I, I didn't think it was good for you. It didn't seem to be doing Fred Armitage any harm. <laughs> all right, Mr Hodges, all right. I don't think we need dwell on it. Suffice to say that we didn't find what we were looking for. I think Fred Armitage did. <laughs> Is he looking for the seahorse as well? Yes, all right. Shut up, Frank. Can we leave the subject of Fred, what's his name now? Now, the whole episode's been a waste of time. Uncle Arthur? Mm -hmm. I've got an idea. Oh, Lord, have you? Why don't we get professional help? What are you talking about, Parky? Why don't we go to Madame Zara? Ask her. Madame Zara? The fortune teller. You know, she was having to have a booth on here. Oh, I know who you mean. She works for the council in forward planning. <laughs> That's her. Remember, I told you once, she, she said I'd got great business sense. Yes, yeah, she, she drinks, doesn't she? <laughs> What's that got to do with it? Absolutely nothing. Yes, well, she said I'd always be respected for my business decisions. Uh, well, that was before you bought the pier, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Well, quite. I honestly don't see how she can help. Well, she's a fortune teller. Perhaps she can tell us where this fortune is. <laughs> it's very amusing, Frank. I'm being serious. It's worth a try, Arthur. Oh, it's absurd. It was bad enough getting mixed up with all this treasure hunt nonsense in the first place. But now you're talking about clairvoyance. I mean, it's, 
It's gone too far. Wouldn't do any harm to go and see her. I'm sorry, Frank, but nothing would induce me to go anywhere near. Nothing. I must say, it's, uh, it's awfully good of you to see us, uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Madam Zara. <laughs> Not at all. As a matter of fact, I was expecting you. Oh, did you hear that, Bert? She knew we were coming. She must have got our thought waves. Fred Guthrie rang up to tell me. <laughs> so much for thought waves, Frank. Oh, make yourselves comfortable, won't you? Do sit down. Oh, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you oh, much. just shift those bottles, Mr Hodges. Uh, right. I can't think how they got there. Come to us, sir. I can't sit down. Well, why not? There's a great big black cat on my chair. Oh, just, just lift him off, Mr Pike. He won't hurt you. Oh, right. Um, what's his name? Satan. <laughs> oh, what a lovely name. Well, come on then, Satan. There's a good pussy. Oh, no, that's a good boy, Satan. No. Oh, come to mummy, come to mummy. That's my boy. Oh, he's taken to you, Mr. Pike. Oh, me, eh? To think what it'd be like if he hadn't. <laughs> Strangely enough, I had a premonition about you, Mr. Wilson. Oh, really? Yeah, I was having a gaze into my crystal ball only yesterday, mm. and I saw this... Tall, dark, handsome stranger. Good Lord, did you? And then in you walked. It doesn't always work, then. <laughs> All the ladies go for Uncle Arthur, don't they, Bert? Oh, yes, he's a real Don Juan. I saw two figures with you. One was a, a domineering sort of person. I wonder who that could be. And the other was a younger, rather simple soul. <laughs> He was sucking his thumb. I expect there were customers at Uncle Arthur's bank. You do get some funny people in there, you know. Yeah, sounds like it. Anyway, the thing is, Madame Zara... Oh, there's no but... need to call me Madame. <laughs> I'm just plain Gladys Bickerstaff, really. Oh. Well, that's, uh, that's uh, very nice. Yes, that's the name I went under when I was a hoofer. A what? A hoofer. I thought that's what you clean carpets with. Oh. <laughs> That's what we in show business call a dancer. Oh, you haven't always been a madam, then. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Mr Pike means you haven't always been a fortune teller. Oh, oh, I see. No, it was only after I gave up me dancing, or, or rather it gave me up, that I discovered I had the gift. What gift? Of second sight. Oh, so why are we here, Gladys? Madam is... to you. <laughs> Madam Gladys, you see, uh, you might be able to help us. Yeah, to find the fabulous seahorse. Hang on, Pikey. Uh, yes, uh, steady on, Frank. Uh, you see, Mrs... Uh, 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 Miss Bickerstaff. Gladys to you, please. Gladys. Yes. Gladys. <laughs> yes. From Mr Hodges and Mr Pike, seem to think you can help us find this... Uh, so-called treasure. Treasure? Mm. It's a gold seahorse studded with jewels. Oh, yes, I remember. Old Joe Makepeace hid it on the pier just before the war. That's the one. <laughs> right, Casey, he was. <laughs> More money than sense. You knew him, did you? Well, I'll say. Oh, he used to invite me up to the Grange to do readings. Oh, yeah? Oh, I had to watch him mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he used to try and ply me with drink. Good heavens. <laughs> Not that I'm much of a one for alcohol, you understand. Not much. He was, uh... 
<laughs> he was very fond of the sea, wasn't he? Well, yes, yes, in some ways. Uh, he was like a ruddy octopus at times. <laughs> <laughs> Arms everywhere. <laughs> What's that mean, Uncle Arthur? What? <laughs> well, uh, it means he sort of... Uh, gestured a lot. Yeah, he was a real character. He used to ride along the cliffs on a black horse with his cloak flying in the wind. I always said he was just like Rochester. Oh, yeah, I like him. I mean, he and Jack Benny are ever so good on the radio, aren't they? I was referring to Rochester and Miss Jane Eyre. Oh, I don't think I know them. No, I don't. Do they live around here? Oh, he was obsessed. He was obsessed with life on the other side. You mean the Isle of Wight? No! No, I mean, he was always going on about the hereafter. What did you say to him? I know what you're hereafter. <laughs> I don't get that. Yes, yeah, all right. Well, don't worry, Frank. I I'll tell you when you're... I uh... know, when I'm older. Oh, I shall never forget the last time I saw him. It was just before he made his fateful voyage to France. You mean when his yacht overturned? Yes, yes. I'd been up to the Grange the night previous with my crystal ball. I'd forgotten to take it away with me, so I went back next day to collect it. What did you say? Please, can I have my ball back? <laughs> <laughs> Frank! I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, anyway, anyway, while I was there, he asked me to read the cards for him as well. And what I saw revealed that he was headed for a watery grave. Do you know what it was? A straight flush. <laughs> <laughs> no! The black knave. Upside down. Good heavens. Three days later, he was drowned. Oh, I would, I'm digressing. So, you think his gold seahorse could still be there? Well, yes. And now, how can I help? You could look into your crystal ball. Well, it's not quite as simple as that, dear. Anyway, supposing we did find it, what would be my cut? Your cut? Of the action. Uh, what action is this? Madam means how much would we cut her in for? What percentage? Oh, I see. Well, the bank's currently paying two and a half, so should we say three percent? Twenty-five. I beg your pardon? Twenty-five. That's a bit steep, isn't it? Take it or leave it. Well, I suppose we'd better take it, Arthur. Yes, well, I'll have to think about that, you know. Oh, I mean, good, that's all... settled then. Twenty-five percent. Oh, Mr Wilson, I do hate talking business. Do you know, I really have to force myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can see it doesn't come easily to you. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll just get my ball out and we'll have a little preliminary look, shall we? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr Pike, yes? would you take Satan for a minute while I get my ball? Oh, yeah, all right then. Here we are, Satan. Go to your friend. <laughs> there, there, there. Settle down now with Mr Pike. Oh, that's a good pussy. Oh, you know, it's astonishing the way he's taken to you. Oh. <laughs> right, here we are. One crystal ball. Uh, would you mind switching the overhead light off, Mr Hodges? Righto. Oh, Mr Wilson, hmm? could you move the mother's ruin for me? What? Oh, yes, 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 of course. Yeah, oh, you see, I sometimes have a glass of an evening. Oh, purely medicinal, you of know. Of course. Doctor's orders, yes, you see. Yes. So. I wonder which doctor that is, Gordon's or Booth? <laughs> <laughs> now, let's see what is in the bowl. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, the things I've seen in here. Can you really look into the future? Oh, yes. You couldn't see when sweet rationing's coming off, could you? Shut up, Mikey. <laughs> I only wanted to know. What can you see now? I can see... Uh, water. 
<laughs> I can't see anything. Shh. It's stretching out over the water. I see something long. Made of wood. A fishing rod? Oh, <laughs> it's the pier. Sorry? Oh, hey, yes. Yes, I can see it now. Oh, look. There's something crawling along it. It's black with yellow slit eyes. If you get closer to the ball, you can see it. Look. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jack. All right, all right. Now, calm down. Calm down, for heaven's sake. It was only the reflection of the cat. Oh. You must have squashed him when he went forward. Its claws went right into my leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you all right, my beautiful? Not too bad, thanks. I was talking to Satan. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There, there, that's a good boy. You go and have your little supper then. Oh, it's yeah. nice raw hearts and chicken livers. <laughs> oh, he loves his offal, you know. Oh, yes, I can imagine. Imagine. Oh. oh, no, it's no good. I'm afraid that's really shattered the mood. Anyway, I don't somehow think this is the right approach. Well, I'm sorry if we wasted your time. Hold on, hold on. How about if we left you the booklet with all the clues to study? Then perhaps you could come down to the pier and do your stuff. I would hardly call it doing my stuff. Mr Hodges means <laughs> calling up the spirits. Oh, I don't have anything to do with spirits. Not unless they're in a bottle. Pardon? <laughs> Well, if you don't want the job, we can always get some other crank, a, a fortune teller, to share the treasure with. Shh! Listen, don't be too hasty about this. Perhaps if I was to study the clues, it might give me a lead. And then what we could do is this. Now, listen. Well, Mr Guthrie, tonight's the night. Is it? There's a full moon. Well, I can see that. I'm not blind. You know what that means, don't you? You're going to turn into a werewolf. <laughs> of course not. Madam Zara's coming. Pubs haven't shut yet, have they? <laughs> <coughs> I shouldn't be out in this night air. It's bad for my chest. You should rub some goose grease on it. That's what my mum does when I've got a bad chest. I wonder what that smell was. <laughs> anyway, why is Gladys Bickerstaff wandering us with her presence? She thinks she knows where the seahorse is probably hidden. What's that got to do with a full moon? Ah, well, it's in the clues, you see. Ah. Well, I hope it's not going to take too long. I want to get home in time to listen to Paul Temple. Oh, they're coming now. Hello, Uncle Arthur. Oh, hello, Frank. Mr Guthrie. Hey, Mr Wilson. All right, uh, Frank. Yes, thanks, Bert. Evening, all. Oh, hello, Fred. Hello, Glad. So, you're all going to be rich, aren't you? As soon as we find the fabulous seahorse. No, 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 Frank, don't get too excited. Oh, I can't help it, Uncle Arthur. I can't help it. Right, now then, uh, now then, Gladys. This is the crooked house. So I see. You said all the clues pointed to here. Yes, that's right, as also my readings would indicate. Uh... What have you been reading, lad? <laughs> Not the teacups. Oh, now, now, Fred. Oh, dear. Only hope I can get the right vibrations. So do I. Yes, yes, yes. I think, I think, I think I'm getting the vibrations. Must be the loose plank. Oh. Shut up, Guthrie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's coming to me now. Mr Wilson, yeah. would you come here close to me? Read me the final clue. Well, do I have to? Uh, I mean, yes, yes. I mean, it's awfully public, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, yes. You've got the right kind of voice. Uncle Arthur's got a lovely speaking voice, hasn't he? <laughs> Just like Alvali Dell. Well, it's all right if you like that kind of thing. He's a bit too far, 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 far for me. Go on, Uncle. Read the clue. Go oh, on. Very well. When the sun has run its race and the moon comes full to take its place, it will chart a crooked course, at the end of which you'll find the horse. That's it! That's it! Is it? Is it? The full moon behind the crooked house casts a crooked shadow. Of course! At the end of that shadow, you'll find the treasure. Yeah! Look at the shadow, look! 
Come on, quick. Let's swallow it. Oh. Come on, Uncle Arthur. Yes, all right, all right, Frank. I'm coming. Don't fuss. Don't walk there, Frank. You're going right across the shadow. We can't see where it's going. Sorry. Hey, look. I can see it. Already where? If you look between the floorboards. Under the pier, you can see it glinting. Let's have a look. Hold on. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, there is something. It's a brooch. Yes. Just a minute. It's fastened to a coat. And there's somebody in the coat. Good, <laughs> Good Lord, so there is. And there's somebody fastened to the somebody in the coat. <laughs> hey, that's Fred Armitage again. What stamina? <laughs> Who is he with, then? Blimey, it's Guthrie's daughter. Oh, no, no, don't look, Frank, please. Why not, Uncle? Why not? Here, here what's, what, what's that? Here, let me have a look. Blimey. Martita? Is that you? Martita? Wait till I get you home, my girl. She told me she was going to a shorthand class. Well, I think she was taking something down. <laughs> what does that mean, Uncle? Oh, not now, Frank. For <laughs> heaven's sake, not now. We should never have sent her to that convent school. Come on, we're supposed to be looking for the seahorse. Yeah, come on. We must be at the end of the shadow now. Yeah, must be. Isn't it exciting? Yes, we're nearly... Look out! Blimey! Well, have you found it? Found what? The seahorse. No, but we nearly found ourselves at the sea. We've run out of pier, Gladys. This is the bit that was blown up. Oh, no. Where does the shadow finish, then? Right there, in the sea, between the two bits of the pier. Oh, bang goes my percentage. So how are we going to find the fabulous seals? Well, can't you do anything, Madame Zara? I'm afraid astronomy's not my field, dear. Astronomy? Yes, we're going to have to buy ourselves a good telescope. What do you mean, Bert? Because our fantabulous seals is up there in the stars, mate. It must have been blown to bits in 1939. You've been listening to It Sticks Out Half a Mile, starring John LeMessurier as Arthur Wilson, Ian Lavender as Frank Pike, and Bill Pertwee as Mr Hodges, whose characters were originally created by Jimmy Perry and David Croft. Also in the cast were Vivienne Martin as Miss Perkins, Gwyn Edwards as Guthrie, and Betty Marsden as Madame Zara. It Sticks Out Half a Mile was written by Harold Snowden and Michael Knowles and produced by Martin Fisher. It's